put out something and say that we care for our communities, stop the knife crime, please. Are you having an event and looking for entertainment for your event? For all ages, from bouncy castles, selfie mirrors, rodeo balls, call Boss Leisure now on 7 That's 07-833-958-528. We provide entertainment for weddings, children's parties and corporate events. Check out our website www.bossleisure.co.uk Boss Leisure, we've got you covered anywhere in the UK. Boss Leisure, the name you can trust for your event. Congratulations. You have not won a grand prize of £25,000 because automated phone calls like this are very often scams. Scams aren't always phone calls. They can be letters, emails, or even personal visits. There's a scam for everyone, and they all have one thing in common. They're designed to rip you off. Have a nice day. For more information on how to avoid getting scammed, visit oft.gov.uk. More music variety right here on The Listener's Choice. Allflavorsradio.com Station on the net Reaching 179 countries in the world With the best variety of music Had a rewind there. Joy McKay, how you doing, Joy McKay? Shout out, Angela, aka Gel Gel. How you doing, Angela? Gal, gal. John Ken, how you doing? Some great stuff last night, Mark Philogene. You can catch Mark on a Monday from 6 to 8. And on a Sunday from 4 to 6. So Halloween, the tuning crew. Worldwide crew. 
WhatsApp crew, Instagram crew, and all you silent listeners out there. And shouting out all our big bad DJs on the station. George Flavors, Sour Malaysia, how y'all doing? DJ Slim, Chrissy, family, how y'all doing? DJ Nigel, Laro, John J.E. LJ Original Charlie Muir Ninja Man Lloyd Darnell the Therapist Carlo, Sonia, guest 89 from Wandsworth, Michael Jackson Okay, the sounds of Michael Jackson there Man, not Man in the Mirror Who's Bad And we played that track as regards to Being the seventh of September and 1987 was when he had a record break, breaking number one with his bad album. So, Lily, our word of the day. Turn off that um, fan there. It's making lots of noise. Um, shouting out everyone out there in all flavors land. So, our word of the day. So, Lily, do you know, I went on and found a Swahili word. Okay. And the word of the day for Swahili okay. was called tumbo. I've heard that before. You've heard tumbo? Yeah. I don't know in what context I've heard it, but I've heard it before. Yeah, it means belly. Belly. So tumbo in Swahili means belly. And that's the Swahili word of the day. As well as mwa anomume anatumbo kubwa. Whenever you say things in another language. Which means the man has a big belly. There we go. We did her. Anatumbo must be big. Because tumbo kumbwa means big belly in Swahili. Tumbo kumbwa. Yes. Yeah. And we do actually have a competition in this section, right? Yes. So let's just go for our word for the day. 
and then we can then we can put in the, the competition. So afterwards, our word for the day in English. Yeah. Yes. The English word for the day is stubborn. Not stubborn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's no T. Sorry. Stubborn. Subborn. Yes. Subborn. Subborn. See, when I saw that, I thought stubborn as well. Because <laughs> automatically I placed the T in there. I did. But it's not wow. stubborn. It's subborn. Subborn. What does it mean? Subborn means to persuade someone to do something illegal, such as to lie in a court of law. That's called perjury, guys. Yeah. It can also mean to obtain false testimony from a witness by persuasion. So the word persuade seems to come across in this. The lawyer attempted to suborn the witness. The prosecutor was guilty of suborning false false testimony. So it basically means to lie, maybe under oath or lying to someone about No, something. you're not doing the lying, you're persuading someone else to oh, lie. Oh, so you're persuading someone yeah. to lie. Okay. Yeah. And this is in line with the question, this is in line with the competition. I don't know what we're giving away yet, guys, but we'll find something. I think I know what we should give away. What can we give away? I will donate. Yes. A T-Volution t-shirt. Okay, there you go, a T-Volution t-shirt. Now, guys, these t-shirts are just off the hook because <clears throat> Tvolution means or Tivo means the visionary one I love that concept Lily yes the visionary one all right so we're giving away a Tivo t-shirt tonight um for the question but sub on that's really quite interesting that you persuade someone to lie on your behalf mm. Wow, sure. A lot of that goes on, though, doesn't it? Yeah, they you do that to well, not you. They do that to children quite often in um, custody battles, mm. and the one parent will say to the other parent, "Oh, tell them you want to live with me because your other parent is doing horrible stuff to you or something." Mm. So they do get children to commit perjury. That's really cool. Yeah. On the child's behalf because they obviously want to be with both parents. But it's not a new thing because I was watching something the other day and Ooh. it was talking about um back in the old and back in the back in the days when they used to do witch hunts. Um this was in the time of King James. He was very hot on witch hunting. Mm. Um he put Catholics in the same category as witches. And they used to get the children to identify the witches. And a lot of people got um, convicted based off of the testimony of a child. Just pointing at you and saying, oh, that person's a witch. Women have had a rough ride throughout Mm. the whole of history. Women, like going back to that, uh, that documentary on the castles and women, I mean, Henry VIII. Oh gosh! And him bringing in <laughs> him because it was oh that oh I can't remember that the writer Sir Thomas More yes was his confidant, and William um, Henry VIII wanted to change laws mm. in order for himself. You see yeah. how you can use a Bible in or scripture to benefit yourself, and a lot of people do this. So he made law. And wanted to go against the Catholic Church. That's where Catholic the Church of Church, England came from. Right. The Catholic mm. Church used to rule 
like again from from Rome. Mm. And so King Henry VIII, because he wanted a new wife, wanted to get rid of that one, get the new one. And Sir Thomas More could not bring himself to say, all right, I'm with you. He says, I can't go against God. Mm. And if I go with you, then I'm going against God. And if I go against God, then I'm going against you. Yeah. And then he was beheaded because he would not. He'd, he stayed true to himself. And yes, this is where this this came in. Now, in the sense of suborning, yeah, or perjuring or or, you know, lying to oneself or lying to someone else for someone else. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that that's the right thing to do in that sense. I, but it, it's not right, lying's lying, but yeah. it's not something that I'd get surprised about, someone lying on on the um, stand. Yeah. People do it all the time. Yeah. People do it all the time. It's to persuade someone to do something illegal, such as lying in, in, in court. But it says, because suborning perjury is not a mistake, nor is it suppressing evidence. So could be suppress, could suppressing evidence. No, it says it's not suppressing evidence. These acts are intentional. So when you suborn something, it's... Well, no, when you suppress evidence, that it's intentional that you... That you say that you're not going to say certain things, but like Sir Thomas More. Yeah, but that's whereas that's along the same. Con- I see. I don't understand this word then, because the concept of suborn is yeah. you persuade, persuade someone yeah. to do something illegal, like lie in court. Yeah, suppressing evidence is not illegal, but it's not. But suppressing evidence by not saying something under. under this oath. is the word. This is a word for the competition, beautiful people, because the competition. Ask the question. Can I find where it is? It's a word. It's giving us a word. That it's letters starting with C, that makes someone do something that they don't want to do. I can't see it here right now. So what's a word that starts with C, that is getting someone to do something that? Oh, so a six-letter verb beginning with C means to achieve by force or threat. So it's in line with this suborn. I think I know what the word okay, is. Okay, we won't we won't tell the listeners. We'll have to wait to see if if you can let us know, and um, we will see. Suborning teacher persuaded me to commit perjury. Okay, Joy McKay teacher persuaded me to commit perjury. All right, so to lie because perjury is lying, right? Yeah, but yeah. the word it's not to lie. Suborning is the encouragement of the lie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but withholding evidence is just withholding evidence. Yeah. You're not. You're not. Co- Oops. I nearly said the word. <laughs> you're not encouraging that person to do, do something. Mm. However, so the competition today, beautiful people, you will win yourselves a TiVo, TiVolution T-shirt. Uh, what six-letter verb beginning with C means to achieve by force or threat? All right, and you'd have to phone in for that one. 07895-134-713. What we've not asked today, Lily, is our question for the day. And the question is, is it all right for the government to steal someone's intellectual property? Okay? Is it all right for, for, for the government to steal someone's 
intellectual properties. And our word for the day is suborn. <laughs> What's so funny? I was going to say stubborn. Again. It's not stubborn. It says you, when you look at it at a glance, you just yeah. add the T in, isn't it? Yeah, it says it's from a Latin suborn, which translates literally to secretly furnish or equip. So, Lily, what um, opportunities are there? Although it's not so much of an opportunity, it's about what we can do for someone else, right? Yeah, so our WhatsApp corner today, someone has given information about um, a We Care food bank at Caf's Place um, Community Hub, and they've been helping families to get ready for the new school term. Mm. Uh, starting up school is very expensive, especially secondary schools. I think primary schools can be expensive, um, but they're not as, well a lot of them aren't as strict as secondary schools mm. um but school uniform and things in preparation for school um can be expensive so with a lot of exciting children from primary and secondary school ages starting their new educational journeys this mu- this week and month um the we care food bank are in the need of the following uniforms and items to help remaining families complete what is needed for their children's start to school with the correct approved uniforms. Now, these are, um, there's a list here. It's girls' uniforms and boys' uniforms. So for girls, they need sizes seven to eight, PE kit, leggings, plain white plain tops for PE, black or navy trousers, white school shirts, size 12 school uh, size 12 girl school shoes uh black or navy pinafore dresses and white socks for little girls and then for boys they need size 10 years to 14 years of white school shirts black school trousers black or white socks black shirts for PE long socks for PE school shoes lunch boxes rucksack school shoes or stationery that also needed and these donations can be taken to and we'll post this address in the um chat box calf's place uh 50 friendly street se8 4dr and there are a couple of opening times so it's wednesday thursday friday between 10 and 4 mm-hmm. and on saturday between 10 30 and 3 p.m now a lot of people may not have these lying around in their house um, but if you do have some spare change lying around, instead of giving it to a homeless person, you mm. might think of going and buying a pair of trousers along these ages or picking up a pack of socks from Tesco or somewhere like that, and then dropping it off at this place. Um, cause you've got the added benefit that your spare change has gone to something useful. Yeah. And instead of these children getting like old and tattered clothes, they've still got something brand new, um, that's been donated to them. So that's, that's quite nice as well, I think. Yeah. And we, we, it's remembering that some families, one child is quite easy to, well, not with everybody, but it's, you can stretch more manageable it out one child, to, yeah. yeah, to get the, uh, the needed or the ne- necessary things that they need. Whereas if you've got two or three children, uh, it can really add up, can't it? It can get very pricey. And it, we sat in the school on Friday when we took Janae to her meet and greet. And one of the things that so we went at the beginning of the year, beginning of the school holidays to get all of their shirts and things like mm. that. And we've bought all white shirts for them to go to school. And 
they said in this meeting, oh yeah, the school uniform is light blue polo shirts. We mm. prefer the children, the children to wear polo shirts, not the long sleeve shirts because then they got to do the buttons up. We prefer them to wear the light blue polo shirts. And I'm sitting there like, mm, I've just bought like yeah, two packs of white shirts. Send something out, but no. But right? they did say it's either or. But a lot of parents do do that. You go and you get loads of stuff in the beginning if you yeah. can to beat the school rush, and they tend to be more on sale at that time as well. Yeah. Um, but some parents miss that and then they get to the end of the school year. Children are going back to school. They've been able to buy for maybe one one of the children. Yeah. Um, that's going to secondary school because they know they have to have those and they want to hand me down to the other children, mm. but actually the other children don't fit in the hand-me-downs because that's another issue that a lot of parents may come across. big or too small. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, it's, it's something where I've heard a lot of people make comments like, oh, well... Why did they have so many children? But actually, that's something you can't avoid. You can have yeah. one child and it can still be expensive to buy school clothes. So Because it's, how much is a school blazer? You know, the, I know in some schools now you've got to get that blazer and that's like 40, 50, 60 pounds for one, a blazer. One of my colleagues' school, yeah. her child's school, they have to get the Ooh. blazer, the shirt, the bag, the socks, yeah. the tights, everything with a school lapel on it has to be bought from the school shop. Which means that really, really does it add One up. child, £350, wow. straight up. See? This, and that's one term. Right. It's not right. I, 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 this is another thing with the school uniforms. And I know in the States, a lot of um, facilities, they don't have that. Mm. But then I guess, is it is it a good thing? It's a good, quite a good debate, isn't it? Because in some instances, some, some students can't keep up or have nice clothing mm. as maybe another student might have so the uniform breaks that down but what do you I think, think in america we have to look at the different types of schooling they have mm. public schooling and private schooling are two very different things public schooling they don't tend to wear uniform okay but the private, private schooling they do, they do. Yeah. so the argument then is if you can afford to pay for private schooling you can afford to buy a uniform yeah that's very true but, but in this country i do think that uniform allows um Sorry, I got something in my mouth. Uniform allows children to not feel left out. Yeah. However, you can still have last year's uniform like and look tattered in it. Like you said, the hand-me-downs. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. So uh, I know parents that will buy, right, I'm going to buy you this jacket. It's going to last you from year seven all the way to year 11, we'll 12. Buy it big. <laughs> They buy it big, so these little kids come in with these huge um, <laughs> uniforms on and then... They lose a jacket. But anyway. schools have done out, done uh, out of that now because you've got a different blazer per year. Oh, schools this... are and uh, they a lot of them now because a lot of them are academies now as well, right. so they can dictate quite a lot of Again, how things go. A money making thing where parents are at, uh, yeah. are out the loop, and especially now with all the national insurance and all these things that are going to start going up, mm. poorer families are going to really feel the pinch mm. because they, a lot of them are still going, we've spoken about this before, to food banks and so forth because they can't even afford to put food on the table. Yeah. yeah. Trying to find a uniform. So if you can do, we will post into the, the chat box uh, the information so you can tap into it. And if you can donate something, that would be amazing. And thank you, for Pe thank you, Pele, for sending that in. There's also another opportunity. It's the AWS Restart Generation United Kingdom. 
And we've asked, been asked to share this. It's an opportunity, um, you know, for people, 18 to 29 year olds, technology, free training, central London. So if you know any young persons who wants to do a 12 week free training in cloud computing and there'll be jobs afterwards, direct them to the link that we will post into the chat box. It says, please share with your networks. If you know anyone 18 to 29 year olds that are looking for uh, technology, something to do with technology, it's a free course, 12 week course, and they'll learn how to do cloud computing and there'll be jobs afterwards that will, yeah, give them that, that opportunity after that 12 week training. So that's, again, a really great another great opportunity like we say we are all about opportunities and working towards helping out everybody mm-hmm. you know as much as we can because we spoke about this again last week um Idris Elba speaking there about knife crime mm. and um how we can get around it And that is just one way, just sharing these opportunities with our networks so that they can pass on the information and hopefully the youngsters will tap into these opportunities. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. So we'll see y'all in five. Don't forget, we'll be asking the question, is it all right for the government to steal intellectual property? Stay there. We'll be back after these. Yo, knife crime is not new, yeah? I grew up in the 80s and there was knife crime back then between blacks and whites and now it's definitely between young black men in small, tiny communities and it's affecting everyone. We all look stupid. You look even more stupid. If you've got a knife or you know someone that's got a knife, tell them to stab themselves right now. Trust me, because you're just going to stab your future if you go and stab someone else. You become a murderer, you go to prison, you ain't got shit. For what? for some beef that lives within your community. You need to see past that. It, we have to say something about it as well. Entertainers that are out there, there's young people that look up to us, man. We need to just vocalize this, send a message out saying, put the knives down, it's done. All right, it's done. We don't need to be killing ourselves. We have so much more we can offer. And you're gonna kill your future, you're gonna kill someone else's future, and it's done. Entertainers, do me a favor, man. Put out similar videos. Let's try and put out something and say that we care for our communities. Stop the knife crime, please. Are you having an event and looking for entertainment for your event? For all ages, from bouncy castles, selfie mirrors, rodeo balls, call Boss Leisure now on 07-833-958-528. That's 07 07- 833-958-528. We provide entertainment for wedding, children's parties, and corporate events. Check out our website, www.bossleisure.co.uk. Boss Leisure, we've got you covered anywhere in the UK. Boss Leisure, the name you can trust for your event. Congratulations. You have not won a grand prize of £25,000. Because automated phone calls like this are very often scams. Scams aren't always phone calls. They can be letters, emails, or even personal visits. There's a scam for everyone, and they all have one thing in common. They're designed to rip you off. Have a nice day. For more information on how to avoid getting scammed, visit oft.gov.uk. More music variety right here on The Listener's Choice. 
allflavorsradio.com, the number one radio station on the net, reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. Win of Fire, Lucky Day. Yeah. How you doing, Chrissy? Nice to see you on board. Chanel Taylor, you good? John John, how you doing? A big up to Michael Duncan, and I think we got a winner. So hollering out, gal, gal, you good, gal, gal? Joy McKay, Mumra, how you doing today? And Sonia Strathendorf from Berlin. As well as Mark Philogene. That was the sounds of Earth, Wind and Fire there. Now we're listening to Will Downing, The Warmth of You. These are the top songs in the soul charts at the moment. How are you doing, DJ Laro? You can catch Laura from 8 till 10 tonight, as well as on a Friday from 10 till midnight. 
or even later if he wants to play later on. If the sun and moon departed and the earth had stopped revolving, I just know that you would save the day. When you leave, I'm broke. Hi, doing John Ken. Jack and Anisha, Isa, Anaya, and Tai Tai. Also, saying a big hi, hi, hi to all your tuning listeners out there. Livingston Gilchrist. Roy Hamilton. And not forget we're shouting out David Isaac George, wishing you well, dear. You're the sun, the moon, the stars. The air I breathe is what you are. Not forgetting DiCarlo. Heather. Doreen. The Dynamic Supremes. Angela, Gel Gel. I had a really good day today. Not finished yet, been busy, but all's good. Just swim in your ocean. Shout out DJ Caddy. You can catch that Caddy on a Thursday from 10 till 12. Yes, George, sounds of all down in, and you know when it sounds good, you've got to take it back, right? Let's take it back. It's not over yet. That's right. You enjoy the rest of your evening too, my dear. Baby, 
flavors on a Saturday evening from 10 till midnight and on a Sunday from 2 till 4 Downing there. Inside you, the warmth of you. Oh, beautiful. What a beautiful song. The one before that was You Want My Love featuring Lucky Days, and that was Earth, Wind, and Fire featuring Lucky Days. Some really great music out there at the moment. So Lily, before the break, we were speaking, obviously we highlighted the opportunities. And if you come into the chat room, even you silent listeners out there too, come into the chat room, you can catch all of the opportunities that are out there for all of us to tap into. Mm-hmm. And the one, uh, one with donations, but there was also one with job opportunities for youngsters from 18 to 29 years of age. So Lily, our question for the week and I thought we'd, we would highlight this because it's something that's been going around the, the internet. And it's a lady, Kay Johnston, her name is. And the government, it says, has stolen her education plan. She highlighted it to them. 
they said, no, nah, that can't work for young black children within the community. And now they're rolling it out as their own education plan. How do you feel about the government stealing someone's intellectual property? How do you out there feel about someone stealing your intellectual property? How do I feel about mm. someone stealing? Not shocked, mm. for one. Um, it's wrong. We know it's wrong. Yeah. We know that it's a it's a a liberty because they've said no, it's not gonna work, and then they've gone and used it. I mean, you should feel quite, you should feel proud, and the sake that in the sake that someone actually has the gumption to steal from you, but yeah. It's just insulting, isn't it, really? You just told me, you told me no, and then you've got the cheek to come out with it like it was your own idea. But that being said, they do it a lot, so. Yeah, and it says that it, it was this, um, she spoke at a Black Sterling event in November 2018, and she gave great detail about her education plan, which she first wrote in 2008. So that was 10 years after the fact of writing the plan, she presented it at this Black Sterling event called From Nursery to Industry. And it's aimed at black children um, who the system is failing. So we know a lot of our youngsters, um, they end up in what the, the centres where, because, because they're high achieving mm. in many cases, the teachers aren't giving them the work or differentiating to the fact that they need these Stretch and challenge tasks. Stretch and challenge tasks. Mm. And so they'll finish the task in five minutes mm. and sit there with nothing to do. And then obviously it does become, they can become a distraction within the classroom. Yeah. Okay. So what she's done is she's done this educational plan. Okay. And it's aimed at young black students that the system is failing because it's not the, the students that are failing. It's the system that's failing the students so overall aim of being to support the children's educational journey from nursery to industry with a comprehension mentoring scheme for each child aged 11. So she presented it to the DfE, the Department of Education, and they said she needed to refine her plan. She resubmitted it in 2012. And they said it was far too ambitious for children from disadvantaged backgrounds. Okay, so they told her, no, it's not that good. Go back and refine it. She went back and refined it and they said it was far too advantageous. Okay, so she went to meet them. So they asked her to sign a contract, which is if you're going to sign a contract, this especially with big organisations yeah. like this. Okay, you're going to sign a contract with big, the, the government, don't forget it's the Department of Education. Okay, uh, and it said that they would own... They would own it. So she refused to sign it. She went away. Okay. And they tried to discredit her on many levels using her own intellectual property. They harassed her and her family over years. And now they believe they have put her quietly in a corner so they can implement her education plan, nursery to industry, without resistance. What are your thoughts on that, Lily? They have renamed it Cradle to Career. Because <laughs> they're, they're cradle robbers. It's wrong. I mean... <sighs> I 
would you do in a situation like that? that you're just going to say you can't do anything because you can't actually take the department for the Department of Education to court now and say you stole my property. I've got evidence that I've been working on this for the last what was it, 12, 13 years? I've got evidence that I've been working on it for all this time. They'll just say that's nice, but yours is different. Yours is called nursery to 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 what is it? Industry nursery to industry. Ours is called cradle to career. It's different. It's different. Oh, Yours is only terrible. nursery children. Ours is from 18 months up, not from three years up. The funny thing is on the, the gov.uk website, they have defend your intellectual property. They have how you can defend your intellectual property. However, the DfE, are, are they separate from the government? The DfE, Yeah, I guess they are. They're not a department. They're not a government as in conservative labor well they are they would be right? they would be answerable to the government right they they have to fall into certain of, of education but it's just like the defense what are they called military yeah not military but you've got the department of education you've got the health education england they're all still answerable to some chair in the government okay are they not is there like a head of education? There is a head of education, isn't there? Yeah, it's a woman that doesn't really know what she's doing, to be fair. And this is the thing, you know, when you go into... Well, I mean, we're talking about intellectual property and intellectual property is you've come up with an idea and it's your idea as far as... It's part of your creation, a bit like the lady from The Matrix. Remember, she sent a script in to Hollywood mm. and what Hollywood done was they took her script... And they made the Matrix. <laughs> this happens all the time now, guys. This happens a lot. All right? People stealing your intellectual property. So you have an idea. This is idea. why you don't give people your idea. Oh, this, this is what I've learned. The last couple of years of my life, I've learned this. You don't give people your ideas unless you really want it be, to be implemented. And you know nothing's going to happen if you keep on saying it. Then you say your things out loud. But you don't tell people your business. Oh, I've got a really good idea about uh, this cab, you know, where people just pay a fiver and you can drive around and you get stop, you get a lift from here to there. Then Uber is born. Someone teaches your idea. Yeah. Keep your ideas to yourself. And then you get your little, scrape your fundings together and then you be the one person to drive them from here to there and you set up your empire first. Then you put it's very practice. difficult to do that. This is why this is possibly why she went to the Department of Education is because it was her idea was bigger than she was. Mm. However, again, and it happens. It doesn't matter in what community or whatever you're in, but like if you can get like-minded people together and create that plan, mm. or you have it all written down. And the thing is, they came to her with a contract and she didn't sign it. But she'd already given them all the information. Yeah. So they could go away and call it cradle to industry. Cradle to what? Cradle to, to Korea. Korea. Yeah. And take it as their own. But they are... But then I, I... My argument to that then is she gave them too much information and then spied... <clears throat> not spied herself, but you've already given them all this information... You might as well just let them pay you for your information because they're going to use it either way. Mm. That's That's how my head translates that my head translates if they're giving you a contract yeah. that says we're the government we're the department of education this is now our our idea but we're giving you money for it mm. 
just take the money because they, you know well, at that point they're going to take your idea whichever way you look at it. It didn't say they were offering her money for the contract though. They said that they'd own it. They, there was no Yeah, but there has to be some gift. There has to be. They can't exchange. just say sign this. Why are you going to sign it for? What if if you're not giving me anything? Mm. Why am I going to sign it? There has to be something that's stipulated in there. Yes, this is your idea, but now we're saying you've given us this idea. Now it's our property. Yeah. You can sign that to us. But there has to be... No one can go up to you and, and just tell you to sign something for nothing. That's ridiculous. The thing is, she went away, she refined it. They said, no, no, it's a bit too ambitious. So she's gone. She's gone. She's brought the first idea. Mm then brought the second idea and probably finalised the, the whole strategy of finalising, just refining it. Mm. And that's when they, they've got everything. So she's gone and done all of that work. Then she should have taken the money for it. I don't know if they offered her money, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I can't. Matter. I cannot understand why you would think she... I think I'm being a bit of the devil's advocate here, but mm. I just, I feel like if they've given her this contract that now says, okay, this is now our property. Yeah. They have to have offered her something for it. They didn't okay. just teeth her idea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's almost like them saying, we're going to use it anyway, regardless of what you say, because we are the department mm. of education. We can do what we want. You're one person and we're a whole board of people. Mm. What exactly are you going to do? At that point, she should have... And this is one reason why sometimes we, as people, think, oh, I want my name on it. Yeah. It's nice to have your name on something, but would you not prefer to have something to show for what you've done? It's funny in you saying that because I've recently, a couple of months ago, finished reading the book um, Curtis, Jack Curtis Jackson. We know Curtis Jackson is 10, um, 10 cent. Is it 10 cent? <laughs> 50 cent. <laughs> 50 cents sorry please forgive me and he was saying that he um, when he before he became famous mm. he um, before he signed to Eminem and Dr Dre is it yeah before he signed to them was he worked in a friend's studio mm. and they were doing recordings doing whatnot whatnot so he got signed to Dr Dre and his friend gave them a bill of $50,000 for him for working for for 50 cent coach jackson working in his studio now coach jackson thought they were working together but when he when he when his friend found out that they that he got signed i can't remember what the 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 record label was he put in a bill for 50 cent coming in using his studio that was 50 grand Anyways, um, Curtis Jackson said, I tell you what, I can't remember what his friend's name was. Great book, by the way. If you can read Curtis Jackson, I would encourage anyone because it really gives you an insight, not into, only into the music business, but also into how to conduct business, mm. how to do certain things and flip a million pounds even, you know. Mm. So his friend said he wanted the 50000 so Doc, uh, what Curtis Jackson said, listen, take a point for the track and we'll work together in the future. Mm. No, his friend insisted. He Want a little insisted piece of money. he wanted the £50,000. He didn't want to take the credit. So credit is if you take credit for a track, every time that track's played, every time that track's sold, you will get money, mm. like a royalty for it. 
the guy insisted that he wanted the 50,000. So what Curtis Jackson said, come on, let me give you half of that, half the money. And then you can come and you get the credit. The guy didn't want it. He wanted 50,000. That's all he wanted. All right. Small minded person. Right. So what happened was, was that track, that one track went platinum. Mm. It sold millions. So that guy could have earned at least a million from that one track. But he wanted his little 50,000. <laughs> and then what Curtis Jackson said, he cut full ties with him. Oh. However, the guy started hanging around the studio, wanting to work with him. But because... Because of how he acted. Of his, his way. No, I want my 50 grand. I want it now. The friendship was severed. He got his 50 grand. But that's all he's got. That's all he got when mm. he could have earned so much more. Now, mm. in this woman's case... I'm not too sure. I just feel like it could have been you know, one of those opportunities whereby you're signing this contract where you've done this work. Mm. We can have a working relationship now because you seem to have some ideas. Let's collaborate. Like kind of what you're saying with yeah. um, 50 Cent and his friend. Let's collaborate. But because people want to stick their name on things and say, oh, this is K's strategy and I came up with nursery to industry and all of that kind of stuff, mm. because you want to be the person at the forefront and on the news and whatever, you turn down the hand that's potentially going to feed you. Yeah. And I get that it's, it is angering and frustrating to have someone teeth your idea, because that's inevitably what they did in the end. They said, fine, you can be foolish, but we're still going to use it anyway. Yeah. We'll rename it, put a different colour color scheme on what you've given us. And Which we'll they did. pretend like it's our own. But you've given them the right to do that because you've already given them all the information that they need. So be sensible and think, I've already given you all the information that you need. I need something from you. I'm not happy that you're making me sign this document, but I'll sign it with conditions. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's work something out here. Don't just outwardly say no. Yeah. So I I, I guess, did they steal her intellectual property? Because we don't know the whole story behind it. it. She did, and she done it. She refined it and gave it to them. And she like, most probably you know, sent them documents. Of course now, she what's did. well? There you go. You've given them your They've property. Seen everything. You've given them your property. Yeah. You submitted something. You've given them your property. Mm. And most places that I remember when I was doing, I think it was my masters when I gave them my final submission, and there's a document that comes with it, and it says, um, like when you're submitting it, and I'm sure it says something along the lines of, "You are." agreeing to your piece of work being used for other people's reference. I'm not getting nothing for that, but it's going into a global library where others have access to it. The moment you submit that piece of work, and this is any piece of work that you could be writing a paper for someone, Mm. you may not get any accolades for it other than the fact that your name is at the bottom of that paper. But you are putting it into the domain. Once it's out on the internet, it's out. There's nothing you can do about it. And the funny thing is, learning recently that you can actually plagiarise yourself. Yeah, from your was it own me that work, told you that? <laughs> from your own work. You can plagiarise You can plagiarise yourself on, from guys, your own work. You can't even use 50% of an old, <laughs> assess, as like, if you're writing a, a if you've done a blog. Yeah. You can't rewrite that blog and change the name. You're plagiarising yourself. Yeah. So... It goes really, really deep. I mean, mm. and I mean, she didn't plagiarise, but but the intellectual property or her idea was taken. However, you're giving it over to especially a huge organisation mm. like that. And 
you know, for us, by us, we have every good intention, every good intention to elevate and raise our people. Mm. However, when we're going over to the other side, as it were, it's not so cut and dry. And even amongst ourselves, this plagiarism or or this um, taking others' intellectual property, Mm. it can happen. It's happened to me when it comes to music Mm. and writing with bands and stuff and you're not seeing your name on the the song and you know you well and wrote that song. However, your name isn't showing up because you didn't go and register it. Mm. And it can be really gut-wrenching. It can have a big impact on on you knowing that you've put that work in Mm. but you're not getting recognition for the work that you've done but I think as well a lot of people don't realize that they are legally allowed to take that work from you Mm. for example if I was to write a document on my work computer under my work username my work can take that document and make it their own because I have used my workspace Mm. to create that. And if you go and look into their policies, I wonder how many people read policies at work. Mm. If you go in and read their policies, they are legally allowed to do that because you're using their property. If you're doing it in the space of your own home, like if I'm creating a presentation or whatever on my own computer under my That's own yours. thing, then it's mine. Yeah. But you ha- people have to understand that the moment you put something out into the domain and you give other people access to it, mm. you are potentially giving them your intellectual property. consent to yeah. yeah to have access to their property. Yeah, yeah. So that's a really good point, a valid point there, Lily. That. If you're at work and you're creating work, create, creating whatever it is, resources or whatever it is you might create there, then it doesn't potentially belong to you. Mm. It belongs to your workplace. Mm-hmm. So it's dependent on where you've written your ideas and feelings and thoughts down. Whereas if you're at home and you're working, say, from home and you're making documents and so forth for yourself from your own home, mm. then they belong to you. Yeah. Okay. And you can lose your job for using work property. I know of a couple of cases and they was in their home. So they was working from home, mm. um, but it was on work's time. Okay. And you're employed to do a job, but at the same time, you're doing your little side hustle or whatever. Mm. Um, technically, you're not supposed to do that. You're, those hours that you're committed to do your nine to five or whatever wherever you are yeah if you're on the clock for work you're on the clock for work and a lot of people have been caught out because they have been populating information for themselves to, mm. to forward their own kind of business or their own ideas and they've been doing it in their workspace yeah because your workspace is wherever you sit and are working work? for the man yeah. you know what i mean um is that even from home if you're working on zoom even if you're working you're working home. at home yeah but at that time, because you're on work's time, yep. it's their time. Yeah. Okay. Because you're being paid. Yeah. It's like, I know on certain days of the week, I'm being paid by the NHS, wherever mm. I work. Mm. If I then decide during that working time to start doing my own business stuff, yeah. it, effectively, I'm stealing from work because okay, they're paying me yeah. to work between those nine to five hours of the day. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, unless you've had that conversation with the person that, that you're working with that, you know, I am going to be at home. I'm going to have a few other phone calls through today, whatever. It's things that would have happened while you would have been in your office anyway. Yeah. It's different. But if you are literally being paid to be at your laptop to do your job mm. and you haven't had that, you know, transparency with your manager or whatever, and then you start doing your own thing, you're stealing you're from like, your workplace. Yeah. You're working, you're... you're Taking their money for no reason. So in the case of this this lady, I wanted to find her name again, uh, Kay Johnston. I mean, we don't know what really transpired fully when, when they presented her with the contract. We don't know if there was a monetary offer there. We have no idea. So we kind of get in part of the conversation, you know, because mm. they say they want the matter to go viral, to oust the government. They cannot be allowed to get away with this theft. However, she was forthcoming uh, in sending her information to the government and they did draw up a contract. So we don't know know exactly what was in that contract. If if there was a a monetary exchange, if there was a percentage of everyone that tapped into the service, if she'd got something, we, we don't know those areas. So obviously we are highlighting it, but... On the .gov web website, they do have a part that speaks about defending your intellectual property and how you can get um, help and advice. But I'm just going to read you the overview. And it says that it's you're responsible to defend your intellectual property and take action if someone's used it without permission, known as infringement. Examples of IP infringement include when someone uses, sells or imports your patented product or process. Now, that is a very important word there. Patented. So maybe if she documented it as a patent, that might be something different. Trademark. Yeah, that's right. It says says here, yeah, uses all or some of your work under copyright without your permission. Mm -hmm. So was the work copyrighted? Was it patented? Uh, makes offers or sells your registered design for commercial for commercial gain. Well, they've done that, haven't they? But uses a trademark that's identical or similar to ones you've registered. So you've got to so register that it. It's not her work wasn't a registered design, right? And it's not trademarked. And a lot of people don't realise you can yeah. trademark your work for like a hundred to two hundred pounds, and it will be trademarked for the next four years. Mm. No one can take your idea. Yeah. So if she had then gone online and trademarked nursery to nursery to industry yeah more than likely they wouldn't have been able to take her idea because it would have been trademarked so beautiful people it's so important what are your thoughts out there as regards to intellectual property we're speaking about uh, the government department that took someone's work changed the name she done she done a lot of the work as regards to from nursery to industry the government took it. They told her to go and refine it. They said it was a bit ambitious. However, as we've just seen there, that there are ways that she could have possibly protected mm-hmm. her intellectual property. And this happens the same in music. It happens the same in design. It happens, Kamlish, what other things can we... Business. Business. The names. simple name of your business. Yes. Yeah. So all these things, the key points there are patent copyright trademarking registering and registering that is the importance of 
anything that we put out that's intellectual, that's one way to protect our intellectual property. And I don't think a lot of people realise that it's as simple as doing things like, say you had an idea for a nursery or whatever, creating a hidden website, buying your domain... Yeah. And then trademarking the name of that website or the name of whatever you've decided to call that product. That simple act goes into the internet Ooh. world and people can go online and Google if that name and that product is available. Yeah. And if they then steal the idea, you legally can sue that person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's something as simple as going and making a little website, going on Wix or wherever you want to make an, a website. Or just buying the domain or name. Or buying the domain yeah. name and buying and trademarking the name because that's what's mm. important. The domain will only get you so far, like we know. Yeah. It will get you so far. But trademarking that name then stops anybody from you know, legally being able to take the idea from you. Yeah, because the dot-coms, that's why the dot-coms are, so, are quite high up there because that means you're the first person. When yeah. you dot-com website, that means you're the first person to have thought of that. Not Someone out there might have thought of it, but you're the first one to have registered it mm. as the dot-com. The dot-co.uk, that means you're second in line to that specific name. But like Lily said there, it's a matter of registering trademarking mm. for a couple of hundred pounds those names and then you're legally kind of protected you're protected yeah as it says here on the gov website i'm going to put um the put the link into the chat box okay so you can report um intellectual property crime and it can be it is a criminal offense it can be it says a criminal offense once you've gone through all of those processes that you need to go through uh, registering, like it says, copywriting, uh, copy or use copywriting material, registering it, trademarking. And if someone uses it without your permission, but you've got to go through that process. Mm. And maybe in her excitement, she didn't go through that process. We really don't know. We've just been, been told part of the story, don't know the full mess of the story but then does that come with you know we always talk about um educating ourselves Mm. and when we go for an idea she did you know come up with the idea and give it a name yeah did she was she aware that something as simple as trademarking that name for example is that down to educating yourself because like you've seen there, you're reporting it as a crime. Mm. If the Department of Education are well aware of the what crime, you know, what the processes are, they yeah. know what they can get away with. Technically, no one's stolen her idea because you didn't not register it or anything like that. Yeah, you've just gone with an idea. And ideas, I mean, we're not the only ones that come up with the same idea as well. We've got to yeah. remember that. So it's been first to the to the post isn't it yeah or not being pipped at the post so it's being first to get that head and running with your idea because we're not all sometimes people have the same ideas mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily our own but it's us moving forward and working with that idea in order for it to become ours mm. as well this is why the importance of copywriting trademarking registering these things because sometimes you, you you type something and you think oh well I can't have that because someone else has got it already so someone has thought of it yeah 
already. But, but I mean, that's a great uh, concept, isn't it? From nursery to industry. I think that's amazing. And it's it is for us and by us as well. However, I don't know the process that this lady went through in order to protect her work. And that's another thing as well, this Kay Johnston, to protect her work. It really is, if we're putting something out there, it's a matter of trusting the people that we're working as, as with as well. Yeah, yeah because... I, I do think, though, yeah, that sometimes... <laughs> People do things for reaction as well. Mm. So she's obviously quite hurt. She's obviously very upset that they've taken her idea Mm. and has gone to this writer and this writer's put it down on paper and, you know, we need to out them for this theft. But sometimes you have to take responsibility for yourself as well. You willingly went to them and no you didn't expect for them to completely rebrand your product but like you were saying what we've said it comes with acknowledging that sometimes if you are going to be that easy to go forth towards people yeah understand that they're going to be as easy to take your your I thoughts do. and make them yeah. a reality and in all fairness they offered you something because yeah. they. Well, we're not I'm sure. Sorry, about that. It's I a don't. Know. Why would you give a contract with nothing on it? Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't know that. Part, Even so with a job, know. you sign a contract, but you know that what's there's coming with that contract, there's yeah. a bit of a reward, you yeah. know. And it's so funny not learning from the past as well because it happened so <laughs> that that the the slave. Well, we'll keep going back to this. The slave would come up, or the person would come up with something because type in. Uh, Edison carbon car- yeah Edison or carbon dating and it was Chic Diop that um, um, worked out carbon so mm. you know transferring what would you call that um, tracing but with carbon paper yeah so it was Chic Diop that invented that whereas when you type it in there's a German man's name that comes up <laughs> so we should know right from day dot that this is what they do all the, lots of inventions, the patents were stolen by the masters and registered as their own. Mm. So if we're not learning from the past in that sense, that this is a trait mm. of of these of certain people, then we're not learning anything at all. And a lot yeah? of those people from the early, early times, we covered a, a, a man a couple of weeks ago and he had an idea that wasn't quite refined because we refined, the, it was the, the gas mask. Okay. And he wasn't refined. They told us to go away and refine it. Yeah. But his wasn't refined. He still went and registered that at the patent office. Yes. Even though it weren't ready because this is my idea. Mm. I need to protect my idea. Mm. And I'll sell that idea and they can refine it. But I need to make, get mines for it. Yeah. And he had a couple of ideas that he painted, patented. Yeah. But sold those ideas and he kept that train rolling do you know what I mean so it's some sometimes yes your ideas are still in their infancy but understanding that you need to get something for for your you need to get something for your idea do you understand you're not just putting it out there because for fun because she would have eventually made you know a little bit for it yeah given that she's done all that research and whatnot it was Garrett Morgan Garrett Morgan yes but remembering as well that with the gas mask, because they recognised that he was a black inventor, 
the military still came and took took it. That's fine, but I had to give him something for it. But that's yeah, he this did. What, yes. He patented it. He's like, it's my idea. Um, yes. it's recorded as my idea. You can have it. Yeah. But I had to give him something for it. Yeah. And this is something that we have to do as well, beautiful people. So what are your thoughts out there? Let's have a look in the chat room, Lily, and see if we have any thoughts. I think that Joy McKay says, every time you go to the world, it's truly a great scam on the internet. I don't know what you're talking about there, Joy. I, I think can't... she's talking about Word, but if it's a Word document, it's <laughs> that is your property if it's saved under your domain they yeah. i mean i know a lot of people have these kind of they're going in my computer and teething my stuff yeah. which is fair enough but most of the time your stuff is protected i hope so well unless it you can be hacked and yeah stuff. i was gonna say unless you get hacked yeah chanel taylor says i can't lie why would you go to them in the first place mm -hmm. true unless you've got everything in place like lily said garrett morgan he registered it government wanted it they still had to pay exactly so in that sense yes um what much can you what much can you really expect from the government as a black community that's true as well and it's quite funny because the program was for young black students 11 plus mm. and how because the system's failing them um how you can get the best for them out of it but it's nice that they're implementing it it is and Sometimes we need to start on the inside. So in the schools that we're working in or in the communities that we're working in. But yes, like you're saying, they they actually implemented it. They put it in place. So it didn't go to waste. Mm. It was something that was made for us by us and they took it from us. <laughs> But it still got implemented. Yeah. Whether it's being successfully used by the schools i don't know well it was it was it but, says it was um piloted in bristol okay so they've actually used they pilot it a lot of stuff in bristol actually i wonder why is it just a high demographic lots of um of what do they call it, it starts with an i lily diversity okay <laughs> it starts with a d <laughs> But yeah, there's lots of diversity in Bristol. Maybe that's the reason why they Maybe. possibly um, piloted it there. But it has been piloted mm. um, from Cradle to Korea. Korea. So look out for that. But remember, our sister, who Kay Johnston, who did come up with that. And I don't know, hopefully they will give her something. But I guess if she didn't sign the contract, then she, she might come nothing. away with nothing. And like so many of us, we go away and feel destroyed almost mm. because we've put so much love, work and effort into our work. So register it, patent it, trademark it, mm -hmm. secure it, mm -hmm. safeguard it so that you know that if there anything comes back, it. yes, yeah. that it belongs to you. We'll see y'all in five.
how you all doing out there? Sounds of Silk Sonic. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Shout out the chat room crew again, Angela, aka Gel Gel, Chanel Taylor, Chrissy, DiCarlo, DJ Laro, you can catch Laro from 8 or 10 tonight with the Vibe Show. And how you doing, Gal Gal? Joy McKay. Sonia from Berlin and John Ken. Not forgetting George Flavors. Guest 267 and guest R10CE. So shouting out all the tuning crew, WhatsApp crew, and all you silent listeners out there. That was the sounds of Silk Sonic Skate. So Lily, we've come very close to the end of the show. We would like to say thank you to everyone for tuning in and giving a special shout out to all the DJs here on allflavorsradio.com. Like I say, please tap into our Facebook group as well as our Instagram at All Flavors Radio. And Lily, what are we what's the message for today from the hundred greatest leadership principles of all time? So I think that today we've kind of covered trustworthiness. I don't know. Mm. Is that the umbrella we're looking at today? I'm not sure. Intelligence, trustworthiness, humaneness, courage or discipline? Again, it's humaneness, isn't it? Humaneness, okay. Did we do that last week? We did, but we can do it again. 45. 45, 45, 45. It would be the next one after that, because we've done the one before, didn't we? Humaneness. Mm. So, another one-liner from Plato. Okay. Be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. And that's very, very true. Yes, it is. So like that um, Kathy, was it Kathy? Um, Kay Johnston, she's fighting a hard battle. Yeah. Because she's worked very hard to um, maintain her intellectual property. However, it didn't work out in her case. Mm-hmm. So we are all fighting a, a, a battle mm. to some degree. But it's a matter of conquering yeah and I think as a community as a black Mm. community because someone made the comment about um why would we trust them as the black community I think our battle is understanding when to relinquish responsibility to said people Mm. the others um because that in itself is a very very hard pill to swallow the fact that you're giving them the opportunity to help you in a situation. She went to the Department of Education because she felt that they could help us in our situation of our young um, 
boys or our young children that get distracted, that need additional support. She went to them, giving them the opportunity to support. In this instance, it didn't work in her favour. It did in some, to some regard, because they still implemented it and they piloted this situation. So in some instances, it did work to our benefit. So we have to kind of give them that little pinch of cred, you know? Mm. But that doesn't help our constant struggle for trusting that we have allies over there that can help us in our community. Uh, Then we need to trust each other and work with each other. This is where the issue lies in many of the cases is that we're not trusting each other. And once we learn to do that and know that we, we can work an alliance amongst each other and grow and build together, this is, this is, always been a lie should we say that has been put amongst us that we can't trust our brothers and sisters we can't trust each other hence going to these bigger organizations when in fact there's a lot of high up uh brothers and sisters that can help as well Mm. or us all knocking heads together coming up with a concept and rolling it out because what they could have possibly have done is to approach individual schools. But mm. I know it's very hard to get into the schools. Yeah. You've got to approach the headmistress or the headmaster or have someone in there that can implement it and say, hey, this this works. Mm. So it's having teachers on board that are within education, having certain people mm. on board that that are, are com- within our community and thus working together but we're so fragmented a lot of the times that's you know yeah because I was going to say a lot of the time when it does come you know you're saying that there are some of our brothers and sisters that are up there that can support us a lot of the time they don't want to work with the lower the the, the smaller companies mm. because like the Curtis Jackson and the best friend situation yeah the friend that is not on the same level as the Curtis Jackson thinks that they can dictate yeah. And say, no, you're going to give me the money that I want you to give me. And they don't see the bigger picture. They yeah. don't see they're small minded because they've come from that small minded environment. They mm. don't have the ability to look at the bigger picture. And those Curtis Jacksons out there that are that have the the capability and the facilities to support the, the smaller businesses and the smaller schools and the the, the deprived areas are just like you guys are small you just don't you don't have vision small yeah small in stature small in thinking small in farsightedness and this is it we're not looking at the here and the now we must always um keep abreast of this that it's not the here and the now but further down the line Mm. not just the five-year plan but the 10 year mm-hmm. and also the going into generation. the generations that's right moving in to see how we can implement certain things so that we do we are able to pass on things such as generational wealth mm-hmm. which we were never entitled to which we were never afforded because our parents possibly they didn't know any better possibly they weren't given that opportunity mm. but in this time here now here and the now we can do that but looking not just at what we can gain from things 
but obviously the next generation, what they, what we can leave them, what legacy we can leave them as well, because mm. that is so important too. Yeah. You know? And I think even when you think on the smaller scale as well, like you mm. were saying, going into the schools, the community around the children that are in those schools. I had um, someone say to me today, there's a young boy that I used to look after and he started secondary school this mm. week and he's been in detention the first oh, day and no. the second day. But I said, sometimes you have to look at the teacher that keeps yes. giving him the detention. Yes. He's a young black boy. He started already in year seven. Do you understand what I mean? And when I made that comment, I don't think the person I made I said it to quite understood what I meant. Mm. But I'm saying you have to look past the teacher and the yes. fact that he's been given detention and ask why on day one? Why is the strictness at the point where you don't even give a bit of leeway for a yeah. new student Student. this is a new experience it's a Mm. new environment why have they started demonizing him from day one the funny thing is i remember when john john started school and the teacher was sold on him about a tie black she was a black teacher exercising her power Mm. i didn't like that Mm. because it was just a tie he Mm. probably didn't tie it properly or whatever and he's like oh she's checking everyone and i'm just like make them feel welcome Mm. make them feel that get a connection with you but you're just there to to put them down mm. or no that's the wrong approach mm. we need to to look and not not to baby them or wrap them in cotton wool because we want them to excel mm. our students are our 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 children to excel mm. but to you know do it in a loving way yeah as well okay and even Especially you in um education You've even seen the experience in the last um, week or so while you've been at your new school that the simplest things make such a big difference. Someone babying, someone who has the potential for growth. Mm. No, they can't do that. No, no, they'll not be able to do that. And that small mindedness that we're saying when you have someone else that goes in and says, actually, you're saying they can't, but have you given them the opportunity? Exactly. And you give them the opportunity to demonstrate their abilities Yes. within such a small space of time. Lily, we're going to wrap it up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what is, it is us. time. It's beaten us. But we could go on about this. We could. We're very, very passionate about education, guys. Very yes. passionate about education. So we said to register, trademark, uh, patent patent and secure all right beautiful people so after us is dj laro i guess all we got to say is we'll see y'all on, on the, the other, other side. side take care I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see you.